You're right here in our midst. We thank you for a fresh word in season. Let it go forth unchecked and unhindered from any outside care, distraction, force, or pressure of any kind. We have receptive hearts, ears to hear, and eyes to see what you're telling us this morning on Father's Day. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 Go with me to a classic psalm, if you will, Psalm 23. Yes. Hallelujah. And while you're turning there, just a fun note here. <laughs> the word father is mentioned in the Bible 979 times. Nice. I went to the Young's Concordance last night. It's a, you ever seen a Young's Concordance, anybody? It's a big, big book. It weighs about 100 pounds. <laughs> I went there last night, put it on my lap, and off, opened to father. And I found out that father is right in between two words. The first word is fat, and the other word is fatness. And Father's right there wedged in between those two words in the Bible. God's got a sense of humor, doesn't he? Father's right in between fat and fatness. All right. <laughs> you shall eat the fat of the land. God's got nothing against fat, I guess, huh? If you be willing and obedient, you'll eat the fat of the land, the Bible says in Isaiah 119. But I just thought that was funny. Amen. And uh, while we're getting turning to Psalm 23, is everyone there? Just raise their hand. I have another scripture in 1 Corinthians 4.15. 1 Corinthians 4.15 has been going through my spirit all week. For though you have might, might have 10,000 instructors in Christ, you have not many fathers. So the world's greatest needs is fathers. Can I get an amen? The world's greatest need is fathers. And fathers lead by example. And we're going to look at the names of God. The seven redemptive names is usually taught through 23. But I have 10 redemptive names in here this morning for you. So you all got a pen and paper? You want to wipe down the, the names of God. There's 10 names of God that are found in Psalm 23. Amen forever. But fathers lead by example. And if we want to know Father God better, we should study his name, shouldn't we? Because his name is who he is. The old Jews um, referred to him as yad heh vad -Heh. That was the closest name of God. Y-W-H-V. yad heh vad -Heh. That's where we get Yahweh from. But yad heh vad -Heh is the closest expression of God's name we have. And then God, even in the Bible, came from German dialect. Galt came from that. So even the word God has been transformed, you know, Englishly, <laughs> if you will. But yad heh vad -Heh is the closest name to God we have. But these are his redemptive names. And there's 10 of them right here in Psalm 23. What a psalm that David left us. Amen forever. Amen. Everyone in Psalm 23 with me? Raise your hand if you don't have a Bible. Okay. <laughs> psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd. Right here in the first verse, we see the first name of, of God. And that's Jehovah Raha. The Lord my shepherd. Verse 1. I shall not want. The second redemptive name of God is Jehovah Jireh, that is the Lord my provider. Every verse has a name of God in it. Ooh, don't you think David was prophetic? Jesus speaking through David as he gave us Psalm 23. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord my provider. So for the, just in the first two verses, for the Lord not to lead us today, and for the Lord not to provide for us today, he'd literally have to change his name. He'd have to change his name, and the Bible says he changes not. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. This, these are the names of God. So he does these things just because it's who he is. He'll always lead us, and he'll always provide for us. Again, number two, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord my provider. I shall not want. 
He makes me to lie down in green pastures, and he leads me beside the still waters. That's Jehovah Shalom, the Lord my peace. Jehovah Shalom. He makes me to lie down. Number four is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord my healer. He restores my soul. He is our healer. He is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer. He's in the restoration business today, every day, because it's just who he is. Amen. Can I get an amen? amen? He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. This one's my favorite, Jehovah Tekenu. I like the Japanese dialect. Jehovah Tekenu. <laughs> I like saying it like this. He is the Lord our righteousness. He made us the permanent righteousness of God, the Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. We are righteous through the Son and the Son alone. Not what we do, not what we don't do. We're righteousness. We're established in it through the blood, the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Can I get an amen? Amen. 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 He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake, Jehovah Tzikhenu. Number six is Jehovah Azer, the Lord my help, the Lord my help. And right there he says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Jesus said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Jehovah Azer, the Lord my help. Number seven is Jehovah Nisi. Amen forever. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Jehovah Nisi literally means the Lord my banner. The Lord is our banner. He prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Hey, I got the devil look. Look at my covenant children. Look how blessed they are. The devil's under their feet. I gave them all authority and power. I am their banner. And the banner over me is love. <laughs> Jesus is the rock of my salvation. His banner over me is... Remember that song? So he is literally the Lord our banner. Jehovah Nisi. Jehovah Makedesh. Say that five times fast. Makedesh, Makedesh, Makedesh. <laughs> Come on, say it. Makedesh. There we go. All right. You're awake. All right. Praise God. Jehovah Makedesh is the Lord our sanctification. He anoints our head with oil. Literally, this is one of his names. Our sanctification. <laughs> say, I'm sanctified. My head overflows with new, fresh anointing oil this morning. Hey, let that sink in. The balm of Gilead. The anointing of the Lord Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit is poured fresh upon you daily. This is his name. This is who lives in you. He anoints you fresh each day. <laughs> he daily loads us with benefits, Psalm 60 says. That's daily. How many of you are expecting benefits every day of your life? I know I've got my faith tuned in now. <laughs> I'm expecting a benefit from my Father every day I live. Not just on Sunday, amen? But every day of my life, he daily loads us with benefits. Amen. <laughs> See, I got a big back to carry on. Amen forever. Hallelujah. Jehovah Makedesh, the Lord, our sanctification. He anoints our head with oil. Our cup runs over. That's his other name, El Olam. El Olam is, means the everlasting God. Our cup runneth over. This is one you don't usually hear in the seven redemptive names. We're on number nine now, by the way, if you're taking notes online. Praise God forever. I know you got a pen and pencil <laughs> and a notebook at home. Your kitchen's probably right there too. And don't take communion ahead of us. <laughs> it's communion day. We're going to take communion day. Amen. Praise God. If you attended the word, it'll work for you. 
Jehovah Mekedesh, the Lord, our sanctification. He anoints our head with oil. And Elohim, the everlasting God, our cup runs over. Say overflow. overflow. Say God's anointing, God's anointing overflows off of me and onto others. Others are blessed because I'm here. Get that in your heart. You're special and important to God. God needs you just as much as you need Him. We are in this together. That's why He cut blood covenant with us through His Son. He says, I need you just like you need me. It's a dance, and we're going to dance our way through this life victorious. Can I get an amen? Amen, amen. hand in hand. The last one, surely. Say surely. surely. Again, I'm asking, and I change it to Frank. Frankly, goodness and mercy. <laughs> surely gets all the credit. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Say me. All the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord, say forever. Say, I ain't leaving church today or tomorrow. I'll dwell in the house of the Lord, how long? Forever. So there are going to be churches in heaven too, amen? One big church. Praise God. That's a mega church, right? So God's got nothing against a mega church. Amen forever. So there we go. Our last name, Jehovah Nakala is our last name. Jehovah Nakala. The Lord, my inheritance. <laughs> Ten names of God found in Psalm 23. Isn't it an amazing psalm? Jehovah Nakala, the Lord, my inheritance. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I'll live in the house of the Lord forever. Let's read it from the top to the bottom. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. I believe this is the psalm Jesus was quoting in his lips as he passed through the gates of hell to get people saved and born again in the gates of hell and in the bosom of Abraham. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures and leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I like to think of the rod and the staff as the word in the Holy Ghost. They comfort you. You prepare it. Everyone receive comfort from the word of the living God and via the Holy Spirit. Those two are quite the team, don't you think? <laughs> the word of the living God and the Holy Spirit work hand in hand. And they should work hand in hand with me and you. But I've received so much comfort through the word in my time of need. How about you? When financial pressure is on, I go right to Philippians 4.19. Rest, I like the, the message translation says, rest assured. Rest assured. I let that get in me. Rest assured, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And then this is another one. The Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. Takes me out of my needs and places me in my wants. So I'm always thinking about what I want, not what I need. Because he said he'll already meet all your needs. Amen. You might as well not stress about your needs ever again. <laughs> you might as well not worry about any need you'll ever have because the Bible already said God has them and he has them taken care of, amen? amen? And his desire is to give you the desires of your heart, not just necessities. Those are already met. To give us the desires of our heart. Amen forever. Say, I believe for more. The best days are ahead of me. I'm not dying young. I can wait till Jesus comes. <laughs> I'm anticipating his return. How about you? 
The Bible says if that's you, then you're purifying yourself right now with that eager anticipation of the Lord's coming again. Those people are purified with that hot expectation of the Lord's return. Can I get an amen? amen? And then me and Clarissa were talking this week about cold and hot. You know how Jesus said in, the, in Revelation, I wish you were not lukewarm to the lukewarm church. I wish you were either cold or hot. That's either healing or refreshing. And I was telling Clarissa, I think every meeting we've had here has been both refreshing and soothing. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yes. Healing and refreshing. So God not only encourages us, but he also comforts, heals, and soothes us at the same time. What a Holy Ghost. Amen. Don't you love him? Don't you love him this morning online? Give God a hand clap if you love him. Amen. Happy Father's Day. In Jesus' name. Amen. The ultimate father. Hallelujah. Do you know God is your father? Praise God forever. He's the ultimate father. The father of faith. The father of us all. Yahshua. Yahweh. Yahweh. Aren't you glad God the Father lives in you, instructing you in the way that you should go? The Bible says, train your children in the way they shall go and they shall not depart. Well, I haven't departed. How about you? He is leading me in ways everlasting. Say, he lives in me. He lives in you. That was a Lion King song. He watches over. Our brother in loves Andre's favorite song. He lives in you. Wasn't that James Earl Jones who played uh, Mufasa? Mufasa. I think that could be another name of God. Let me search the scripture. Oh, it's in my African Bible. I left that at home. Mufasa. He lives in you. That's a great song to get in yet. He lives in me. He watches over. That's a father. Amen. Protects you. Feeds you. Nourishes you. And leads you in the way that you should go. <laughs> Fathers always lead by example. My favorite trait in the father, he's there when you need him. How about you? Fathers are there when you need him. I love that. God's always there. He's an ever-present help in time of need. Whenever you need him, he's right there. He's right on the schedule, <laughs> right on time, amen, for all our English friends watching. Right on schedule. <laughs> This is all I really had prepared for today. Happy Father's Day. Just flowing in the Holy Ghost. Amen. And if, if you'd like to look at two passages the Lord has dealt with me on me about as a father to a disciple, you can turn with me to 2 Timothy if you want. When I was single in Los Angeles, the Lord had me in the books of second, first and 2 Timothy more than other. And I found Paul the Apostle to be a faithful father. These letters I just took literally as they were written right for me to a pastor who was 40 years old, Church of Ephesus. Timothy was a pastor, and he was Paul's young Padawan preacher. And these are letters to young Timothy from Paul. Is everyone there at 1 Timothy? First or second? Let's go to the second first, sorry. Does that make sense? Second first? <laughs> Am I coming in clear? Second Timothy, chapter 3, and verse 10. I glean fatherhood from these passages. I hope you will too. But you have carefully followed my doctrine. Say, this is the Father speaking to me. 
God wrote these words through man to give to you and me and to Timothy. But you have carefully followed my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith. Sounds like a father to me, don't it? Faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, persecutions, afflictions, which happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium, and at Lystra. What persecutions I endured. He endured through them. Didn't get trapped in them. And out of them all, say them all. Out of them all, the Lord delivered me. Paul was never trapped. The Lord delivered him out of every persecution and tribulation. We have record right here in 2 Timothy 3.12. Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Mark 10.29, persecution comes with a hundredfold. So don't fear. Your blessing is near. But evil men, verse 13, and imposters will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But you, say me, you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of. This is the key to thriving in the last days, by the way. Continuance in the things you know and have learned and have proven you well. In the things which you have learned and been assured of. Say assured of. Assured of. Knowing, say knowing. Not just thinking, but knowing these things through experience. From whom you have learned them. And that from childhood you have known, say known. The holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture, say all scripture, is given by inspiration of God, the Father, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Sounds like a father to me, don't it? Correction, instruction, reproof, and sound doctrine. That the man of God, a standard to live by, a code of ethics and morals, through the word of the living God, on how to conduct life down here. That the man or woman of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped, say that, thoroughly equipped for every good work. That means if you want to give 10 bucks, a thousand bucks, a million bucks to the work of the Lord, you're going to be thoroughly equipped through the word of God. Paul said, I live by the gospel. And those who preach the gospel should live of it. It should produce for you. Amen? Praise God. Thoroughly equipped for every, say every, every good work. If you want to talk to a stranger, if you want to preach the gospel to him, if you want to give him money or comfort him, the word should make you thoroughly equipped for every good work you have in your heart and that the Holy Spirit leads you to do. Can I get an amen? amen. The word works. The word produces on its own behalf. Chapter 4, verse 1. I charge you, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead, at his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word, exclamation point, to all his disciples. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with the word, with all long suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, the world, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves, teachers, <laughs> Fauci, Biden, teachers, all that democratic false agenda in public schools now, itching ears, heaping up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth, the Bible, the word of the living God, the truth. This is the truth. Say amen. amen. This is the truth. They'll turn their ears away from the truth, the Bible, the word of the living God, 
and be turned aside to fables. But you be watchful. <laughs> Hallelujah. What's the green plan called? I can't even think of it with the word flowing through me. Climate change. Thank you. <laughs> See, that's a fable and a theory. We had the worst winter in California we've ever had this year. Can I get an amen? amen. The more snowfall in California since 1989, arguably the worst blizzard. There was a blizzard warning in California. Climate change, my butt. <laughs> all it is is a money scheme. The love of money is the root of all evil. Say all evil. It's just a way for the Democrats to get cash in their pockets. So the word works, amen? There ain't no such thing. But now they're trying to deceive others to turn away from the truth unto fables. But you, say me. So if you maintain your position, others will transform as well around you and probably grasp your position. You know, Muslims, Hindus, the Islamic folk, they're in their text and in their Torah, or not in their Torah, but whatever the name is. I forgot the name. Yeah. Their, their Quran and all that. There's a verse in there that says, stay away from Jews and Christians. Because they're going to, they know that you'll rub off on them. That's in their commandments. Stay away from them. Because you'll be guilty by association. Amen. Say the blessing rubs off from me onto others. That's the anointing eel that flows from you to others. Amen. So they know that's why they put it in there, in their religion. He says, you be watchful. So you maintain your position and watch who you'll change. In all things. This ain't no time for wishy-washy Christianity. Have you noticed? This ain't no time for granola Christians comprised of flakes, fruits, and nuts. This is time for the steadfast, the remnant, if you will. Those who will stand on the word and not let go of it until Jesus comes. I'm anticipating his arrival. How about you? I'm looking forward to his coming back for a glorious church, a glorious body, a glorious people of God. Can I get an amen? Say, I'm a glorious one. I have been glorified through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist. Even though he was a pastor, he got soul saved. Do the work of an evangelist. That means every pastor should also be doing the work of an evangelist. I don't trust a pastor who's never led one soul to the Lord. How about you? Because if he gave it to Timothy, who was a pastor, that means he's giving the work of evangelism to every pastor. Can I get an amen? amen. Praise God forever. And we've led many to the Lord. And it keeps on coming in through social media right now. Amen forever. On the streets, I got 303 right now under my belt. One-on-one <laughs> -on -one evangelism led to the Lord. Social media, I think we're about 75, 85. And we're growing. Amen? Amen. Praise God forever. So he said to the pastor, do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill, say fulfill, your ministry. So if you're a pastor, you'll never be fulfilled and your ministry will never be fulfilled until you're also doing the work of an evangelist. Can I get an amen? Amen, amen forever. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Say kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. <laughs> and not only to me, but also to all those who have loved his appearing. Those are the ones who are going to get the crown. Looking forward and loving his appearing. Thank God you came back. What took you so long? 
He just says, well, I had a lot of crowds to disperse. What took you so long? <laughs> the only thing he's waiting on is people to come in to righteousness and to the family of God. That's the only thing left. Amen forever. Be diligent. Say uh, diligent. That's what disciple is. We're diligent, disciplined ones. Be diligent to come to me quickly. For Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and has departed for Thessalonica, Cretans for Galatia, Titus for Dalmatia, 101 Dalmatians. Only Luke is with me, verse 11, the physician. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful to me for ministry. And Tychicus I have sent to Ephesus. Paul had a lot of help, didn't he? Bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Troas when you come, and the books, especially the parchments. Alexander the Copperstiff, Coppersmith. <laughs> Let's just change that to Copperstiff. I like that. Did me much harm. Ouch, ouch. Well, he's in hell, praise God. That's why I don't trust anyone with the name Alexander anymore. I'm just kidding. <laughs> May the Lord repay him. Oh, he's getting serious. Now. May the Lord repay him. You ever wish that on anyone? Lord, repay him. Watch out. May the Lord repay him according to his works. Just like he will with everybody. You also must beware of him, for he has greatly resisted our what? Our words. He has greatly resisted our words. This is what Paul did. He preached everywhere. Talked about the God of Isaac, of Abraham, of Jacob, everywhere he went. Hallelujah. Beware of him, for he's greatly resisted our words. Preach the gospel and preach Christ. At my first offense, no one stood with me, but all forsook me. May it not be charged against them. They did it in fear and unbelief. Alexander the copper stiff did not. But the Lord stood with me. Say that. The Lord stood with me. And he strengthened me. So that the message might be preached fully through me. Fully through me. The full gospel. Not one part left out. Prosperity, health, and healing, and salvation. And that all the Gentiles might hear. Also, I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. And the Lord. Say the Lord. Where's our organ player? The Lord. <laughs> the Lord will deliver me from every, say every, every evil work, every foul vaccination, every foul injection, every foul president or vice president. The Lord will deliver me out of every, say every, every evil work and preserve me. Say preserve. Preserve me for his heavenly kingdom. I ain't going to be tainted, just like you weren't through COVID. I'm not going to be tainted through a false administration over the United States of America. We're not going to be tainted by social media. We're going to change it in Jesus' precious name. He preserves us. He is the Lord, our preserver. Me for every heavenly and preserve me for his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Isn't that chock filled with anointing? Paul's letter to his son Timothy in the faith. And finally, 1 Timothy. We'll go backwards and in here. Although we could end there on a great note, don't you think? <laughs> Hallelujah. Say, I'm anointed. I'm a child of the living God. He takes good care of me. He always will. I fear no evil. The Lord is with me. Amen forever. Hallelujah. <laughs> glory. It's glory time, I said in the church. 
Glory's here. I prayed before this service. I said, Lord, show us your glory this service. And I felt the Holy Spirit come right on me. Show us your glory. You should pray that every morning. Lord, just like Moses did, show me your glory today. He'll answer that plea. Hallelujah. The glory of God is outlined in Exodus 33 and 34. There's three things, really. It's the presence of God, the power of God, and the goodness of God. So when God comes with his glory, he always comes with his presence, his power, and his wealth and riches. The three go hand in hand, just like any king you've ever seen. They travel with an entourage, which is, I believe, why I believe there wasn't just three wise men, but an entourage of kings coming to the birth of the king of kings. Can I get an amen? amen. Kings always travel with entourages. Amen forever. And he's our faithful, merciful high priest and king of kings and lord of lords. Hey, I'm a king on this earth. He's the king of kings. If you're a woman, you can say queen. I'm a queen. Amen. Say you're a queen. Not me. Don't give that mistake on social media. Oh, Jesus. There's already enough of that. <laughs> Am I coming in clear this morning? I always thought my voice was a little high. Anyway, moving on to Exodus chapter 2. <laughs> you're always, you always know if they're transgender with the real low voice. Moving on. That's one mark of a transgender. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> or if they're a man become a woman, they're really high. Moving on. Yeah, yeah, that's it right there. They sound like a demon. Amen. We love all men, the scriptures say. That's all it says, love all men. It doesn't say love all men and women. <laughs> Which are you, a man or a woman? I need to know who to love. <laughs> Not getting a good response out of the California crowd today. Wow. See, I'm not taking sides. <laughs> I'm taking over. I'm on God's side. I will not become transgender. <laughs> Say, I'm confident in who I am. If you're a woman, say loud with me. I am a woman. Oh, that's good. Amen. If you're a man, say that with me. I am a man. Ready? I am a man. It's good to know who you are. Amen. Have confidence in yourself. Not be wishy-washy wondering who you are. Amen. But to know who you are is a precious thing, isn't it? Who would have thought it'd be so important in this day and age? Just to know who you are. Amen. You can start just by looking down to know what sex you are online. Amen. Start with that. And then get in the Word of God and it'll show you who you are. You don't need to be confused all the days of your life. Just go with the gender God made you and stay with it. Open the Bible, His love letter to you, and it'll show you who He made you to be. You don't have to be confused. God loves you. He made you specifically you. So don't try to change you. Be all that you, you can be. I'm Elijah Bonanzi. Approve this message. Amen forever. Let's wrap up here in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 12. Let no one despise your youth, but be an example. Say example. I believe Timothy became a father because he was under a father. Paul, let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers. Say believers. 
Christians only use twice in the Bible, by the way, but believers use very frequently. To the believer, say, I'm a believer. I'm not just born again, I live by faith. To the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. That's what a father does. Leads the way, how? In word, what he says. In conduct, how he operates. In love, his nature of being, his spirit. In his spirit and the spirit of faith. In faith and in purity. This is who a father is. Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Do not neglect the gift that is in you. Don't neglect it. Say, I have a gift in me. It's my job to recognize it and operate in it. Don't neglect it is his charge to his son in the faith. Don't neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of my hands of the eldership. Me and Clarissa were again talking. How many wonderful elders we have here. We love you guys. Bless you in Jesus' precious name. With prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. Meditate on these things. Means ponder and speak them out. Think upon them. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them. The ways of God. Young Padawan preacher. Give yourself entirely to them. That your progress may be evident to all. Take heed to yourself. That's our job. Take heed to ourselves and to the doctrine, the word of the living God. Continue in them. For in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. We get out of these two passages in Timothy from Paul the Apostle. The word continuance. Continuance is the key to maturity. Continuance is the key to character development. Continuance and diligence is the key to breakthrough in any area of your life. Steady plotting brings great wealth. Keep on plotting faithfully, amen? One step at a time. One faith step at a time. And you notice it's not called the faith leap. <laughs> it's called the walk of faith, not the leap of faith. Amen. That did me much good these last two weeks. God's not asking you to abandon everything and take one giant leap of faith every uh, five years. Know what I mean? Or every year even. Or every month. Or every day. He's just asking you to take one step of faith to the next step of faith. Amen? Amen. One foot in front of the other. Following the leading of the Holy Spirit. Amen? I've called on four, building this, four buildings this week. Just believing God's going to open the door. He hasn't yet, but there's an open door out there somewhere. And we're going to find it and get into it. Amen? Amen. Praise God forever. One step of faith. Can I afford it? No. Can you? Probably not. But God can. Hallelujah. He didn't ask us to pay for it. He asked us to believe him for it. Amen? One person. Just one queen of Sheba built like half the temple for Solomon. With one offering and one gift. It's usually, if you do church history and research, it's usually one person that comes along, blesses that church and congregation, and they're able to build. It's amazing. How God only needs one person. Just one. Amen. To, get, to do his work. To build his church. And to complete his assignment. 
the unconscious obedience of the unbeliever. Jesse Duplantis calls it. The unconscious obedience of the unbeliever. If God can't get a Christian, one of his children to do it, God will send an unbeliever, a heathen, to do it. Can I get an amen? Amen. And you're going to bet those people are blessed, saved or not. They're going to receive from God. Because whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. That doesn't take heathen, Jew, Gentile into consideration. That's spiritual law that'll work for the Muslim, the Hindu, anybody on planet Earth. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. It's not a respecter of persons, the word. It'll work for anyone who work it. Amen? You give to the work of the Lord, God's going to repay you. Amen. Hallelujah. Happy Father's Day, everyone. Isn't this amazing? You know, we have two fathers here. Both sides of my family are here. That's kind of unheard of. I've done some traveling. <laughs> to have a church and to even just have a family with both sides still connected. You know, Papa John, he's all about family. Family first. That's almost his motto, I would say. Motto, family first. Papa Russ, stuck in, amen. We're still here. We're still together. We're fighters, amen. We can't let the enemy divide. We're in the family, the household of faith, amen. But that, it's just amazing to have a family together. You never see both sides of a family living together. Partying together after this, amen. And then doing church together, building a church together. I praise God. I love when I run into Jerry Savelle, Jesse Duplantis, Kenneth Copeland. Their eyes, men of God who have been established, their eyes light right up if they see me and dad come together. You don't see that too often, fathers and sons. Oh, but in the Old Testament, the last word before the new hit, I shall turn the sons, the hearts of the sons to their fathers and the hearts of their fathers to their, their sons and children. Amen. It's prophesied for the last days, the restoration of the family unit. That's why Satan's so hard against it. Trying to turn sons into daughters and daughters into sons instead of having the children look back to the father, the head. That's the world's greatest need is fathers. Let's pray. Father of fathers, we thank you today. We bless you today as the head over us and over all things in the church. We honor you today. We give back to you. We came here to give you praise, worship, and thanksgiving, and to give your word back to you. We bless you and we thank you for a harvest like we've never received before this Father's Day. I choose to set my heart today to honor you, the Father of us all, the Father of the faith. Hallelujah. We bless you. Thank you for being such a good father. For perfecting our hearts, our souls, our minds, and our bodies into your likeness and image. We give you all the praises for fathering us. Thank you. We worship you. Thank you for being so good. You're so good to us. <laughs> Worship you, Father. Abba. Papa. The God above all gods. The God above all men and women. The final God. 
will judge the whole earth. We honor you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Isn't it great to come to the Father through the Son? If you've never received Jesus, He's your ticket to the love of God, the Father of all fathers. Just say this with me if you're watching online. Say, Father, I believe Jesus died for me and rose again. I ask that He comes into my heart and into my life now. Amen. That is the best decision you can ever make. <laughs> It'll change your life forever, just like it has mine. You'll never be the same. The Bible says, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Thank you for tuning in today. We love you guys. Be being blessed. We're going to take our communion. Clarissa has communion elements. If you're at home, grab some sourdough, which is my favorite type of bread, and some grape juice, or a juice of your pleasure. Just don't grab the wine at 11 a.m. <laughs> have people writing in. I blacked out in my house. No. <laughs> Where were you? I was passed out for a week. Just grab some grape juice. And some sourdough. Amen. <laughs> Thanks, Miss Clarice. You're welcome. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. I was waiting for the clip note. I didn't hear it, so I thought we'd just let it go. But <laughs> Praise God forever. Hallelujah. Let's read from Isaiah. In case there's anyone listening online who's never made Jesus the Lord of your life, this is a great time to do it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bless you. What do I always read from? <laughs> Why is it not popping up? No. It's not popping up here. Father, where do I read from? Isn't Isaiah 54? Oh, that's right. That's right there. See, he just wanted you to talk. Give me the word. Isaiah 53. Who has believed our report? Raise your hand. I have believed. And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, Jesus, as a root out of dry ground. He has no former comeliness on the cross, and when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He was good looking if he bypassed sin. Can I get an amen? amen? But on the cross, he was emaciated for me and you. There is no beauty that we should desire him up there. He is despised and rejected by men on the cross. When he was preaching and doing his ministry, all men received him and flocked to him. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Sorrows is sicknesses and grief is pain, literally in Hebrew. A man of sicknesses and acquainted with pain. And as we hid 
as it were our faces from him, yet he was despised and we did not esteem him. Verse 4, here's Shirley again. Surely he has borne our griefs, our pains, and carried away our sicknesses. Let that word drive that out. Any pain or sickness in your body right now. Surely, say surely, he has borne our pains and carried away our sicknesses. <laughs> Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted, but he was wounded for our transgressions and he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace shalom was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. By his stripes you are healed. By his stripes, you were healed. And if you were healed, you are healed. Now say it in your redneck voice. By his stripes, I were healed. Amen <laughs> forever. We were healed on the cross. It's good to be healthy. It's good to be whole. I give no thought to my life. He healed me. He delivered me. He sanctified me. He cleansed me. And he gave me the word of God to keep me clean and cleansed all the days of my life. The word is health and medicine to all our flesh. So it's a finished work, but don't forget to take your medicine on a daily basis. Amen forever. And we can't overdose on the word on this medicine. We can double up and triple up. Amen. If we have to. The work's finished, but the medicine's right here for daily dosage. Can I get it? Amen. Don't forsake the word. Father, we do this in remembrance of your son that you sent on our behalf this Father's Day. What a good father you are, sending us your best. Thank you. We do this in remembrance of him. We partake of his body that was broken for our body here on earth. He broke his body on earth for our bodies here on earth. And we give you all the praises for it. That healing comes into our flesh right now as we partake of his broken body which brings healing and restoration and provision for ours. We honor you and rightly discern your body. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Say, it's good to be whole. Amen. Not that healing anointing come over you, touch you and heal your, your body. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Balm of Gilead. The anointer of the church. <laughs> the healer of the brethren and the sisters. Bless you. You're welcome to minister your gifts as you see fit. Gifts of healings. Gifts of miracles, the gift of faith in this place. Bless you for your healing anointing. We partake of it fresh through the bread of life and the blood of life that was shed for us. We do this in remembrance of you, the blood of your new covenant. You shed your blood, sealed our houses, sealed our families sealed our businesses and ministries and all the work of our hands into the covenant of prosperity. We bless you for it. We thank you for it. 
cup of the new covenant for the removal of all sin. Thank you as we partake of this. Any sin that has tried to linger in our lives is washed out purely by the blood of the Lamb. We do this in remembrance of you. We turn from all sin, repent from all sin, and choose life. Thank you for your blood. New life now flows through our veins. Nourishing, giving life and support to every single cell of our bodies. Bless you for it. Bless you for the blood. Ain't nothing more powerful than the blood of Christ. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. We give you praises for it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Did you receive this morning? Online, did you receive something? Just give an emoji, high five, and thumbs up. Amen. We love you guys and bless you guys. We're going to take up our tithe and our offering. It's good to be able to give. Amen. Amen. Father, I just pray over every seed that comes into this ministry today and church. We bless you. And we thank you for it. And I stand upon your promise, not only in Mark 10, 29 and Genesis and Mark 4, for a hundredfold return to every seed that comes in. Measure back to them a hundredfold for more to give with, more to bless others with, and more to live a blessed life with. We bless you with what you've given to us and all the work of our hands. And we honor you as our Father and provider of it all. Thank you. <laughs> keep it coming. And we'll keep it flowing. In Jesus' precious name. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 Ways to give online are right there online. Scrolling across your screen on Facebook and YouTube. You can give that way or mail a check, good old-fashioned check to our P.O. Box, P.O. Box 2857, Laguna Hills, California, 92654. Amen. And just designate on your check or your offering today what you're believing for. Please tie your faith to your seed. It'll work for you on your behalf. Our kids always sow for what they want, and so do we. Whatever we want, we mark this seed, we name this seed, you know, if a, car, if a farmer wants corn, he plants a kernel. Amen? He plants a, a corn seed, right? Doesn't plant what he doesn't want. So we name our seeds this morning in Jesus' name for what we're believing for personally. And we thank you that the seed does the work. And it grows up. We knoweth not how. And first comes the, the blade, then the, the ear in the blade, and then the full corn in that blade. And when the harvest has come, we rejoice. Though we go forth bearing precious seed for sowing, weeping, we shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing our sheaves with us. Hallelujah. Bless you, Lord, for more to give. In Jesus' name. If you agree with that, say amen. 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 We love you guys. Bless you guys. Happy Father's Day. Have a great week. Invite someone to church next Sunday. And we also have bags in the back there for all the dads, just all the men. If you're a man, grab a bag, amen? And if there's extra bags, if you're a woman, grab a bag. If you don't know what you are, just leave it there. We love you guys. Have a blessed week in Jesus' name. Bye for now.